1: Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
3: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. Correct.
0: Why hello and welcome to another edition of Pix Harbour Yeah, <gasps> breathy She's getting more breathy by the week <laughs> Anyway uh thank you for joining us and we have another tale of well quizzing woe and quizzing triumph and the ups and downs that occur when you are a contestant on Pointless. We have the fabulous writer Christine Robinson who'll be telling us about her experiences with
1: Richard and Zander. Oh yeah, I believe this is another roller coaster of a of a Pointless event.
0: I love these so much because it makes my own experiences on Pointless feel kind of less embarrassing uh, and also less impressive at the same time (laughs) you win you lose at the end of the day it's just a game it really is just 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 enjoy it yeah and I did don't forget that millions of people are watching it (laughs) and Christine Robinson of course uh, has some tales to tell of how people reacted to her appearance Mm -hmm. and how it went so we hope you enjoy this episode so we are delighted today to be joined by a screenwriter who has a brilliant comedy brain, but also an excellent quizzing brain. It is, of course, Christine Robertson.
3: Of course, of course, it's Christine Robertson. Thank you. <laughs>
0: it's you. So, Hello. Christine, tell us a bit about what you're working on at the moment.
3: Well, I'm cur- Well, I'm actually on maternity leave at the moment, working on a five-month-old uh, baby. <laughs> oh, wow, congrats. <laughs> Um, but the good thing about being on leave at the moment is that all the stuff I worked on last year is sort of coming out this year. So it makes me feel like I am working, even though I haven't done it for a while. So the next series of Avenue 5 for HBO, I think, goes out in the autumn. And I was on the writing team for that. which was very exciting.
0: My husband's in that.
3: <gasps> is he? And
0: yes, he Just in this series. And for those who haven't seen it, it is brilliant. It's set uh, in space and Hugh Laurie plays the captain of a spaceship uh, and everything goes wrong. Um, And uh, my husband is in it this series and I have never been more jealous of him than for working with Hugh Laurie And he kept coming back and going Oh he's so nice <laughs> Oh we had a lovely chat And I was like yeah good Good I'm really pleased for
3: you <laughs> Oh get a room All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a spaceship <laughs> I, I wrote a black for Channel 4 Comedy black that's uh, been filmed And will be out later this year Called Biscuitland Which I co-wrote with a woman called Jess Tom Who has Tourette's She's in it and it's about her life And sort of based on a a book that she wrote called Welcome to Biscuitland because the word biscuit is one of her prominent verbal tics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, how many five from Land" are sort of coming up this year if you want to look out for anything yes. I've written on? Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> we
0: will. We will be looking out for that. <laughs> but now we're going to take you back in time to your appearance on Pointless. And, in fact, not your first appearance on Pointless, I believe. You, you've done it a couple of times, right?
3: Well, I think we're going to talk about – so when you go on Pointless – If you don't get through to the final on your first attempt, you then get to do, come back for like the next course. So, so yeah, so we're going to talk about the episode where we did get through to the final. (gasps) Spoilers! Sorry, we're going to talk about the second episode.
1: uh, (laughs) Oh, there must be nothing special about that
3: episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where we crashed out of round one. Um, (laughs) It's a really short discussion. We filmed that in January 2020, so when probably COVID was already among us, no idea. Yeah, it was a very dark, wintry morning in the studio, I've forgotten where they film it. Uh, Yeah, I went with my friend Marina, as these things often come about, we were drunk at a barbecue and (laughs) shared our love of pointless and said, oh, we should totally apply to go on. And I mean, I say we were drunk, but we were stone cold sober when we applied. We knew exactly what we were doing. So, you know, like the the drunk thing only holds so much water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the drunk bravado of we should go on pointless then yeah. led to the sober realisation that, oh, my God, we are actually going to do this. Yeah,
1: neither of you would have wanted to back down after that. That's 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 the way I'm picturing it. Both yeah. of you probably had a few doubts, but uh, oh, I've agreed to it now. I don't want to yes. let Marina down. <laughs> and she'd have been thinking the same
3: (laughs) yeah or maybe we both wanted it so much but we didn't want to like let on in case the other one didn't want to do it or I mean we were like I I think we both really wanted to do it but (laughs) it was sort of not the first choice for us because we're actually both you might not be able to tell this time but we are quite shy people actually (laughs) so going on national television was sort of it was like we really want to do this thing we love but it means going on national television yeah. and mm-hmm. humiliating ourselves yeah. but do we love it that much and it turned out yes we did love it that, yeah. much. To do it that much to risk to risk our dignity I think <laughs> um, that's
0: the right way around though I think loving the quiz and being prepared to humiliate yourself is always better than people who just clearly want to be on the telly yeah. and yeah. don't love the quiz
3: right because in fact when we didn't get through to the final on the first episode uh someone on production was like well this is great you get more screen time because you get to come back for a second ep we're Ooh. like we don't want to come back for a second <laughs> we just wanted to go in and out
0: and like... so day two first thing i would say is it's a lovely gang of people they all seem like nice couples you're the cool ones
3: is that right?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the cool ones. <laughs>
3: called ourselves that, but maybe by default, so like <laughs> best of a bad bunch. Not bad bunch. That's really rude. I didn't mean. That. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but everyone seemed to be having a good time, liking each other.
3: Yes, I think so. But it was quite funny because there was maybe I'm jumping ahead a bit here. But there was a there was a new round they'd introduced for that episode that they hadn't really broadcast this particular round yet mm. so kind of sprung on us on the day. And it was sort of a points building round where mm-hmm. yes. it would affect your score, but you can, it, when you, before you go to the, into the head to head, the two teams have a round where they can confer with each other in order to try and like build the prize pot up. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't affect your standing in the quiz. Um, but the only time we maybe had like a mild to do with fellow contestants was in this episode and it was because the category was wine regions and you get a big list of wine regions two are pointless two are correct but not pointless and two are incorrect Mm -hmm. one of them was Giamatti and there was a bit of a to-do because we all recognize Giamatti yes
1: Um, oh I see what um, they've done yeah there's always something crafty isn't
3: there in that round yeah um and so so Marina and I kind of recognized it as a red herring. We were like, oh, it's because Paul Giamatti was in Sideways and that's Very about good. wine. And so mm-hmm. they put that in there to throw us off. But I think the chap on the other team, he, I think he recognized it, but, but was like, oh, so we should go for that. And we were like, no, we think <sighs> it's... And he was like, yeah, yeah, so we should go for that. I'll say that one. And we were like, no, we think it's incorrect. So like we had to like... Um, And it was just this, like, odd exchange where I just felt really bad for, like, having to spell something out for someone. Yes! (laughs) Oh,
0: God, how embarrassing. Yeah, it
3: was. And I feel awful, and I hope he doesn't hear this. Like, you were very lovely, and you had a pregnant wife, and I hope you're very happy.
0: (laughs) Well, and you know (laughs) what? We all do those things. Sometimes, you know, you can be wrong but insist that you're right. Mm. And, I mean, I've done it. We've all done it, I think, haven't we, Jen? Yeah, uh, well, I'm
1: always right, right though. Oh, so, that's yeah. true. Yeah,
0: you've never been wrong, so, <laughs> so you wouldn't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, do they still have that round? Because I don't yeah. think, do they? yeah. Maybe I yeah they brought it, it in time. a sort of
1: the i i think it needed a little bit of a format shake up something a little bit different because the, the jackpot gets a little bit flat doesn't it mm. so that i i quite enjoy that round because they put some very crafty as you say some uh, yeah. some red herrings in there to throw you off familiar words you think oh, oh oh no i see what they've done yeah nice
3: they were a nice bunch it was a very relaxed atmosphere like the tea, the production team were kind of very friendly and everyone is kind of putting you at ease and it's only just you as the contestant who is just like intensely anxious and not eating the lovely lunch they've provided (laughs) yes and stuff like that but yeah it was a really nice atmosphere and a a well-oiled machine
0: i have just realized that i've watched the wrong episode because i've watched the episode where you end up going against the mother and daughter jillian amy
3: well, right, that was
0: the first episode. <laughs> that was the first episode. So the, everything that I have is uh, <laughs> irrelevant. So oh uh, no, okay, but no, that's fine because it, it was quite good on the first day uh, that you were on. You so you got n- within spitting distance of the final because you were going up against Jilly and Amy, a mother yes. and daughter, yes. and they pipped you at the final you <sighs> so Your head to heads where you had pictures of TV judges. Yes. Then you had to spell the names of foodstuffs using the abbreviations for US states. Oh horrible.
2: <laughs> and
0: yeah. That was a tricky one. And then your tiebreaker was political animals. And uh, so the, the tiebreaker question was: uh, they described animals who were connected with politics, and you had to identify oh. the animals. So uh, the the one that Marina and Christine got was: uh, which Roman emperor intended to make his horse a consul? Oh, uh, and your answer that you gave was:
3: well, <laughs> so so there was a bit of discussion, a bit of like whispered discussion about this answer because, when we were shown those questions, I said to Marina straight away, I don't really know any of these except for Larry the cat at Downing Street. (laughs) And then Marina said, um, well, I think I know the Roman emperor. I think it's Nero. And I was like, okay, great. Well, let's go for that. Um, And then she said, oh, no, hang on. Now I think it's Caligula. And then I proceeded to give some terrible advice which I thought was good advice at the time but I said to Marino," I said well if Nero was your like gut feeling in your first before, yeah. you're probably letting doubt creep in now mm. maybe is not right so maybe just go with Nero when actually what I should have said was if we're not sure let's just go for Larry the cat because we know that mm-hmm. right. yeah
1: but, yeah, um, the problem with there was she had too much knowledge and you didn't have any knowledge. Yes. And that was the worst sort of combo for a team. You, do, you needed to step off there on the Roman emperors. Yeah.
3: That's the story of my life. No, no knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and no else knowledge, but confident advice. Yes. I mean, you know, <laughs>
0: you know, that's very sweet. But yeah, so that was your downfall. It was Caligula. And yeah. then the other team went on to say Larry the Cat, which was only, yeah, only scored 16. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so poor Marina. So after that, Marina is gutted because she's kind of a historian as well, <laughs> um, and uh, so I think she was feeling awful. I was feeling awful because I felt I'd given bad advice, and then we were just very glum in the in the wait oh, for no. the next Aww. episode. <laughs>
0: You rallied, you did rally. Um, tell us some of the highlights of, because we don't actually know what happened in okay. the episode. So, talk us through the highs and lows
3: of the second episode. Yeah. Okay, so the first category was chemical elements, which is a classic pointless category. Oh, yeah. And when I was revising for pointless, people were like, don't bother with chemical elements. It's done on Pointless. Like, they've done, like they, they've done so many of that. They won't ask you that anymore, surely. Mm. It's like, hmm, I'd rather not be caught out, thanks. Um, so I was very pleased uh, that I got a three point answer and it was the lowest Scoring answer of that round. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm a permanent question. I was really pleased with myself because I got a D in chemistry GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> it's felt like some kind of low level redemption that <laughs> I just revised some names and remembered one <laughs> ruthenium because we had to name <gasps> uh, chemical elements beginning with either C, U, R, I, or E. And I was in a blind panic. Marina went first because I'd stared at her saying, Can you go first? Can you go first? And she said Rubidium because her daughter's name is Ruby. And then until that point, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. And then I was like, ooh, sister-in-law, Ruth, ruthenium. Yes, I've got my answer. I love it. Nice. And, yeah, so chemical elements. And then we sort of had a fairly comfortable, she says, journey to the head-to-head. It was, an, again, it was another new format round that we hadn't seen before, so kind of threw us a bit, where they had like a column on the left in this case, of like lots of different famous works of art. Mm-hmm. And then on the right, there was a column of uh, galleries and you had to like match the work of uh-huh. art, to, like which gallery it was in. Mm. And so we did all right on that. Because mm. I got to go first and I just saw Constable and John Constable and the National Gallery. And I'm like, surely those two go together. I don't mm. know anything about like Spanish galleries and all these other like <laughs> works of art. For the points build around, we had wine regions which I've talked about
1: yeah yeah
3: um and then then we had celebs with animals named after them so pictures of celebs with animals (laughs) named after them and we didn't recognize Matt Groening who created the Simpsons which we were gutted about went for Andrew Garfield and won that point but that was kind of okay again quite like this is kind of comfortable territory for us like popular culture like Mm -hmm. like it's not sport so that was like the biggest fear And then there was a maths one that we did quite well. But then we went to another head-to-head. So in the episode you watched, Lucy, I think Mm -hmm. we'd we'd gone to a a tiebreaker uh, because we'd had a point, we scored a point each. uh, Yes. And then this happened again in the next episode. So tense. And we were like, and um, I could see Marina like having Nero flashbacks and like <laughs> thinking, like don't, like don't mess this up again. Like pressure we're putting on ourselves of like, oh god. And so the tiebreaker question was about Canadian provinces, and I think we got the initials of some Canadian provinces and like an area, in there, and we had to guess them. And Marina, God bless her, she kind of carried us through. She got Prince Edward Island. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Which got us through to the final. Yes. Nice. Yes. So that was all very exciting. But what we soon learned was we'd focused so much on not crashing out in the first round because that would be the most humiliating mm. thing. To so we were like, revise, revise, revise. Don't crash out in the first round. That's all we want. If we come away with the trophy, we'll be happy. But what we hadn't really addressed was that if we come away with the trophy, that means we've made it to the final. And we should have a strategy for the final, really. Yeah, yes, and we yes. absolutely did not have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when they showed us our categories, oh, it was really punishing. It was like the year 1962, Portuguese football, uh, the US vice president, and uh, albums by classical crossover artists. Oh, good Lord. I know, And so we were like, shit, like, we've had a lovely day. (laughs) So, so really like what we should have done in advance is say, right, if we get to the final and we get like this sort of collection of themed questions, or Mm -hmm. there are some that we hate the sound of or quite like the look of or whatever, what should we do? Because I think if we had, we'd probably have gone for the US vice president and might have stood a chance. Yes. and I'll come back to that, actually, after that, because I've got a little side note about the US Vice President. But um, we ended up going for albums by classical crossover artists. Wow. <laughs> because I think music felt like a safe space. Yeah, Even though yeah. I don't know any classical crossover artists, really, uh, let alone their albums. Like, I could maybe name a few, but I don't have a clue about their albums. So, anyway, we went for that. And it was like, we had to come up with any, I think, top 40 album by, I think it was Ildevo kathy jenkins or alfie bow sure yeah. and i was like desperately straight away marina and i were like why did we pick this yeah. um, um like poor marina like she'd heard of alfie bow at least i don't think i had at the time and she was like oh he i know he's done like a duet album with michael ball maybe so maybe mm-hmm. like an album called duets i was like okay great yes let's let's guess that yeah. um and she was like, oh, I think he was on, like, a cast recording of Les Miserables, like, maybe that. Nice. And- yeah. This is good. I mean, it's good talk, you know, there's good yeah, I mean,
0: knowledge coming it's out. It's
3: more here. than I had. And, and then you managed to squeak
0: three answers onto the board.
3: Well, about, with about 20 seconds left to go, I think was like, I think we're going to have to make up some answers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe with, like, five seconds to go, that's when my cogs were like, oh, hang on a minute. What about like generic album titles like yeah. The Ultimate Collection or whatever? But I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get those words out of my head quick enough oh. to like to just get a few guesses to hand because we were just out of time. When I watched it back, it was literally with five seconds to go. I was like, oh, what about like, je- oh, no, time's up. Oh, oh, <laughs> just
0: slightly too late. So tell us the, uh, the final upshot. What happened okay. in the end? It's so not it- sounding great.
3: It's not so great. So we invented a title for an Il Devo album called Vienna Nights. And, oh, uh, lovely. went on the <laughs> I mean, if, if it was Andre Ryu, absolutely. Yeah, Vienna absolutely. Nights. Absolutely. Oh, I've had some um, of them. And then we went with, oh, Duets. Nice. And, yeah, classic. Uh, and Les Miserables. Because, and even though I was like, I mean, those albums are original cast recording. Like, they're not mm. like individual artists Mm. but we had nothing else so it was like vienna nights les miserables and duets or something and we crashed and burned quite spectacularly like they were all wrong Um, and it was a lesson in something i still haven't learned it but,
0: um, <laughs> well, do you know what? It was, it, if in doubt, try and make something up. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you showed Pluck. I think there's absolutely <laughs> nothing. Pluck, that could have been the name of one of the albums. An, I was you trying know. to think.
1: I would I would have probably
3: guessed Encore. I bet they've all yeah, had an album called yeah, Encore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Do you know, do, the even more infuriating thing was Is that when they went through the pointless answers, I think there was only one for Alfie Beau um, <gasps> called, like, Sonata or something, oh. and then there was maybe only three for Il Devo, and same again for like them. Well, that's very,
1: incredibly tough, yeah. That's really
3: a- hard, but there was, yeah, there was an ultimate collection in there somewhere, and I was like, yes. oh, oh, I could like i could have scraped that out of my ass if i'd have a few more seconds probably well
0: could you be tempted back on that's the big question because you haven't got the trophy so gonna,
1: <laughs> you go back and she's get not, it. she got the trophy she's the oh she's got the it. trophy yeah but, Winner, not, the, but not, not, not the
3: prize money yeah that's the thing not the prize money but a side note about the u.s vice president so when <gasps> oh. when you and i were like having a drink afterwards very giddy that we'd got the trophy uh and um just about the the adrenaline of the day in general but I just had this awful confession to make to Marina in that like literally one of the last things I decided to look at on the journey to the studio that morning was a list of US vice presidents (gasps) oh
1: no Um, Oh, don't
3: I know I'm an awful person I'm an awful person um but I think in the moment I was like I just don't know if I can even recall any of those names or like, and it just felt like a lot of pressure. Like if it was all on me, that category, I think I would have buckled. But in hindsight, I should have just gone for it, but I felt so bad. And poor Marina was like, you fucking what?
0: How (laughs) different (laughs) things could have been. Are you still Uh... friends though?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Would
0: you go back on again together? That's the, uh, that's the big question. Or would you choose someone
3: else? Well, I would. I don't know if Marina would go back. (laughs) I would go back on with her in a heartbeat because she's amazing. But actually, Marina did get the bug a bit after that and was like, "Shall we go on like eggheads or like how do you feel about cheese?" And I was like, "Do you know what? I've I've done my one thing. Had a go, and like that's enough for me." And so I felt bad. But, uh... Well, you
0: did well. What you've done very importantly and brilliantly for us is you've given some great tips for any of our listeners who are thinking of applying to Pointless. Yeah. Don't trust your gut instinct yeah. necessarily, I would say, is a good tip. If you have <laughs> been researching American vice presidents, probably go for that. Yeah. But I think if you're in the fight, have a strategy for the final round of Pointless. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I mean, anything else, what would be, before we leave you, what would be your top tip for people who are applying to go on Pointless?
3: well top tip I mean I re- I revised I treated it like an exam I just had so many like notes on my phone of like different subjects and stuff you know countries capitals mm-hmm. um, tennis players uh you know Olympic winners and all kinds so and that was that definitely got me through the chemical elements round yes and probably one or two other ones so uh, be prepared definitely
0: yeah, yeah. do your and, vision
3: Yeah, And also, also,
0: I think don't listen to people because, you know, people said, oh, they've done chemical elements and people say that about stuff. They go, oh, no, look, they've done that so much. But you were right to disregard that, I think. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, definitely. There was also a sense of it can be really intimidating, you know, in the studio cameras on. It's really hot and you're like, everyone's like looking at you and judging you. But I just tried to think, okay just like imagine you're at home seeing this board like from your sofa and you're not in the studio would you be thinking and that really helped me just kind of not have a panic attack on national <laughs> television <laughs> yeah
0: but well, that is very good calm sane advice yes. and uh it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you enjoy your tiny baby to you. It's very quiet this whole time. Like, train, train him up. Train him up for yeah. uh, quizzing. That's yes. our advice. Yes. Yes. Let's start them early.
1: That's what we say.
0: It's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you very much, Christine Robertson. Yeah.
2: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project,
0: Right, we've got a listener quiz, Amanda. I believe we do, and it is
2: from David Matthews. Oh,
0: thanks, David Matthews
2: from, from the
1: David Matthews band.
2: <laughs> I think so. I hope so. Well, that's an
1: American phenomenon, isn't yeah. it? I don't really know. Crash into about. me. Okay, that's
2: know. all I know. So David Matthews has sent a series of questions which have options, and some of them you have to put them in a specific order. Oh,
0: I like this. Yes,
2: yeah, so. Jen's got her notepad ready. This is good. That's
0: paper. Yeah, I think
2: Lucy's to gonna paper? need one as well. Do you
0: want
1: a pen. Yeah, I would love a pen. Give her a okay. pen. Give her a pen. That's the sign of my pencil case. Oh, it's a lovely pencil it's case. Quite, it's it's quite dense and it's mostly felt tips mm. because I am a twelve-year-old girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a nice colour and then I'll do what would you like, I'll do smiley um, faces ooh, over all purple. the
1: eyes. Nice what color. rubbers have you got? There's a there's a thick end and a and a <gasps> and a, 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 a fat end on that. Is have you it? got flavoured rubbers in there? Excuse me? <laughs> what
0: kind of lifestyle do you think it's I'll a, lead? Double-ended. She, she's got her rubbers. I mean, come on.
2: We're rubbing up. We're ready to go. This is from David Matthews. The following songs are from Rolling Stones magazine's top ten one-hit wonders of all time. Oh. These songs in terms of the number of plays each track has on Spotify from least to most.
1: Oh, so, okay. Oh, okay.
2: Right. So we have Come On, Arlene, obviously by Dex's Midnight Runners. Mm-hmm.
0: One-hit wonder? Huh? In America. I mean, yeah. This is yeah. Rolling Stone, magazine. Yeah. yeah. In a Big Country by Big Country. In a Big Country, Jim Stewart. Do we have to clear it if I sing these songs? Yeah. And I oh, okay. said, so just, just, just don't, don't sing. I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a couple of seconds, you're already yeah. aware of that.
2: Big Country. Again, this is a, not a one-hit wonder ban as far as I'm concerned, but Take On Me by Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. And Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Oh, God, I love Chumbawamba. Who doesn't love Chumbawamba? Do you no, know, I
0: never knew what their range was until uh, my husband introduced me to their back catalogue. Mm. I only knew Tubthumping, yeah. but they're extraordinary.
2: Absolutely, they're um, mm-hmm. these are all great. That's great. So I'm going to go from on.
1: We've got. From least to most place on Spotify. Now, how do you want worldwide? Me to. Worldwide.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we have five questions. Thanks to Dave. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through them one by one. So the answers to question number one. So we're
1: doing one, two, three, four from least place to most place. Yeah. From least to most Good. Okay. okay. That's the way I've done it.
2: Worldwide. So do you want to read out your, what you've put down first and then I'll, I'll tell you? Oh,
0: I haven't put anything down yet. Hang on a minute. I'm so... going to just quickly do it. <gasps> Just making her calculations.
1: Right, Maybe. yep. Okay? Okay, so Jenny, what, what's your... I've part? gone Big Country, mm-hmm. Chumbawamba, Ooh. Dexys, AHA. Okay, Lucy?
0: I've done Big Country, AHA, <gasps> Dexys, and Chumbawamba, I've I put them at the tippity top. Wow, okay.
2: powerful. Yeah. Well, you've got it on the nose, Jenny. Absolutely <gasps> 100% correct. What? In a Big Country by Big Country, 25 million listens. Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba, 136 million. Come and Arlene by Dex's Midnight Runners, 428 million. And Take On Me has 1,098 million listens. Wow. Yeah,
1: you see, it is, it, is, it is a powerful multi-purpose song, that. Can I um, I think that's t- I think that's two points to you because you've got two in the right order. And you get that four. No, That four. sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Um, can I ask a supplementary question? Can oh, you name the lead singers of all of these bands? Oh. Big country.
1: Oh You know this one. Yes.
0: Look at you you little small That's face. why I asked the question.
1: Because <laughs> I who was it? Stuart Adamson. Of course it was. Yep. Uh Aha. Mott and out of the Mass Singer. And then Dexies. <laughs> um that's your man. Ah, oh, the man. Yep. The, the lovely in his dungarees. Yes. Picture is lovely. I've got pictures, lovely dung- I even put my hands like you on my did, head, and you showed my armpits, did. like, <laughs> Very like armpits. in the in the. Go on. Oh, my head's
0: come. Kevin Rowland
1: That's the lad. And uh Wamba. I mean, sort of on top. There were, there were there were plenty of them. Was it Dan but no bacon? He was one of them.
0: Yes, or was it Norbert Danbacon? Danbert Norbacon. Dan,
1: Norbert Danbert Norbacon. <laughs> Norbacon, that was it. That was the name I was remembering, yeah.
0: but only partially remembering.
1: <laughs> and I... their involvement at that um uh, at, at the Brits when they did they throw water on John Prescott. John Prescott. The the days when there was there was always some like fun controversy at the Brit Awards when something went down. Jarvis Cocker. Jarvis Cocker. Brandon
2: Block, when he went up on... Because his mate had said to him that he'd won an award because he'd been in the toilet. (laughs)
1: Oh, Oh, what was um, he doing in there?
2: (laughs) And uh, having a wee. And um, then uh, Ronnie Wood was on stage or something (sighs) and he... St- he just went up on stage because his mate had told him that he'd won uh-huh. and it was so cringy because Davina said who are you and he said Brandon Block and then he had a bit of a disagreement with Ronnie Wood and he was supposed to be um, DJing at the after party but <laughs> Ronnie Wood's son had organised and said well obviously you're not
1: oh doing my that anymore
0: oh yeah, all the inside gossip from mm. parties of some years ago <laughs> this, is this exciting yeah uh, good thank you Dave uh, David Matthews for inspiring this and that's only the <laughs> first question it is we'll I'll be so here
2: all night I, well I might do split this into next week as well okay. I so, think we might have to do, yeah a rollover what we'll do like is we'll lottery have, yeah we'll have three questions tonight and if you're very good girls we'll do two next week alright <laughs> I'll be a very good okay well we'll, we'll see I can't promise <laughs> she she shouldn't be promising that yeah. so <laughs> question number two mm-hmm. list the four Olympic athletes throwing throwing events in order of men's outdoor world record going from shortest to longest distance Wow. you
0: don't no, even understand the question. Yeah, so. sorry, mate, because there's actually no <laughs> options here. So you're
1: uh, literally just
0: so... I'll read it again. So throwing events for men. Yeah, outdoor. Um, outdoor.
1: World
2: record, okay. going from shortest to longest distance. This is yeah. like
0: my favourite yeah. kind of thing where I have absolutely no idea and I'm going to just... But
1: shortest would be number one. Longest used to be number four. We're doing Ooh, that order. I ascending.
0: She's throw... What other things? Are we ascending?
1: Going... We are ascending. Okay. Yeah. I can only think of three things You so throw. So we go that, that, <laughs> and that, and that. I've, I do have four things that you can throw no, at the Olympics. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that should have just been the question because
1: (laughs) i think that that you can legally throw at the (laughs) olympic and possibly get a medal for i feel like i should go first on this one because (laughs) there's very
0: little chance go on then so number one hammer i think that's probably quite a short distance number two discus which i think is a bit longer number three javelin and number four toys from pram
1: <laughs> that has happened. Very nice. the So I think number one would be the one you missed. Shot put. <gasps> the heavy ball. Yeah. Then hammer, then discus, then javelin. Jenny, you were so close. So yes, shot put is number one. It's discus and hammer the wrong way around. Yes, that's yeah. all. That's all. you can so... swim round with the, with the hammer. It's like uh, a little yeah. chain yes. isn't it.
2: So yeah, shot put at uh, twenty-three point thirty-seven meters, discus at seventy-four point uh, zero eight meters, hammer at eighty-six point seven four meters, and javelin at ninety-eight point forty-eight yeah. meters. Oh,
1: uh, very good quiz. So two, uh, points, very two points. Two points for me. I'll, I'll take. will take two. How many's Lucy getting? Was it one? None.
2: <laughs> um... No, you got. <laughs> I think just for guessing the right <laughs> things that you can throw, you should
0: kind. get a point for that.
2: So
1: you said, "Well, no, 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 no." You said discus. Was...
0: No, you see, because I put discus
1: at two. So it was shot put, hammer. No, no, it was it was shot put, discus, hammer. So you got a one point there, mate. Oh, okay. Love yeah. Me. Well done. There you go. So the
2: final one of Dave Matthews' uh, questions for this evening: So put mm. the following groundbreaking culinary inventions in order from oldest to most recent. <laughs> love this. Love this. I love this. So pre-sliced bread was sold for the first time in Missouri. Invention of fries, chocolate cream, the first <sighs> chocolate bar. Gosh, I love Fry's chocolate cream. The first fish fingers are produced in a bird's eye factory in oh. Great Yarmouth.
1: Oh. oh, I could go a fish finger butty now. Oh, I love it.
2: <laughs> and Thomas Sullivan invents the tea bag.
1: Oh, This is not... Oh, I like all of this. Okay, I'm going to go... Oh, this is really hard. Really hard. Okay. Go on, Jen. Um, this, is, this is big. Oh, I think I've probably... I've messed that up, but it's because I'm really hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just thinking about fish fingers. I want a fish finger butty made on sliced bread. Mmm. Mmm. Cup of tea and then a chocolate cream. Oh, yes, please. Oh, that's a lovely one. do lovely. that, shall I'm, we? I'm about to order the... The Uber, the Uber mm. Eats. so I'll just... Fish finger butty, or somewhere will deliver me a fish finger butty. Oh, I if anybody's
0: listening... <laughs> Excuse me! <laughs> <laughs> well, I controversially am going to start my meal with a fried chocolate cream. Okay. Because, well, I save the best till last. And then I'm going to have some pre-sliced bread with some fish fingers in. And I'm going to have my cup of tea last.
1: Wow, I think we're absolutely, completely the opposite. Yeah, go on then, Jenny. I've gone tea bag. Chocolate cream, sliced bread, fish finger. Interesting. Are, are interesting. Are we both completely wrong? A bit. <laughs>
3: um,
1: <laughs> so, like I know my the th- earliest tea bags were made with fabric, like silk. Silk. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can still buy early. the the pigs'
2: tea. That's they're in silk, yeah, are not they? Yeah, they're just they're just it is a bit i
0: yeah <laughs> i think they're about 8 pounds so are delicious, i'll though,
2: never so. know oh well, I'll never know. special somebody's offer somebody's doing alright to know no. the delicious oh so, yeah I'm yeah okay. only
0: premium tea in my house I'll tell
2: you <laughs> that so um first of all this has blown my mind it's the invention of fries chocolate cream yeah. number 1 I knew it was early first chocolate so you got yeah, that I'll right this 1866 mm-hmm. then we're having a cup of tea thanks Ooh, john S- thomas okay. Sullivan with in 1908 um, then we don't have to go through the rigmarole of slicing bread anymore, yep. and that's 1928. Yep. And fish fingers in the nights.
1: If, this is just ballpark 1950s. Yeah, you, like, I, yeah. I, I I got I got the 20th century ones down, but mm. it's earlier than that. I just I just got the wrong way around. I, I two, just felt
0: two fish fingers there. like Captain Birdseye looks like he's been around a long time. Think, but that's what you're
1: supposed to think. Yeah, that's and true. That's what, and, and not the the new Captain Birdseye. He's, Hunky a, one. he's a proper daddy. Mm. Yeah. Well, I've done terribly. <laughs> I mean,
0: I thought food was where I could... Cl- I knew Olympic sports would probably not be my thing. I ended up with eight points. <sighs> Four. I've got a lot to catch up on next week, but do you know what? That makes it interesting. Yep. Everybody loves an underdog, and I suspect whatever David Matthews has chosen next week, if it's the order of... Um, <laughs> 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 my Edinburgh shows <laughs> or uh, I really I have no areas of expertise but yeah if it's, <laughs> or Rimmel lipsticks <laughs> oh. pretty good on those if you told me it was Heather Shimmer I was before. say it was Heather Shimmer yeah, 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 it, was, yeah. it was just
1: Heather Shimmer <laughs> <I> That's <don't know laughs> so all I'm interested in from
0: Rimmel but we'll find out we will find out next week so thank you Amanda for delivering the brilliant listener quiz from David Matthews so here's a big thank you to everyone who made this episode what it was today. That's you, Jenny Ryan. That was me. Me, Lucy Porter. Sure was. The inimitable Amanda Redmond. There she is. Uh listener quizzer, David Matthews. Uh, wherever Our he is. Fantastic <laughs> guest, Christine Robinson. She was marvellous. And most of all, you, the listener. You people. <laughs> you yeah. make us what Just, we are. You. you, you you made them listen a little bit harder, though, that whisper. That's how much I believe in them. I think they can listen even more. So uh, we love you. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. And we'll see you next time on... Fingers on buzzers. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs>
2: Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods